Welcome to Branding You Real Estate. This is your host, Corinne King, and thank you so much for tuning in and joining me on this journey. So Branding You Real Estate, it was created by a real estate agent for real estate agents to give you inspiration, motivation, and ideas to help you improve your business, your brand, and you as a real estate professional. And I really do think this industry is pivoting and changing and we get to be a part of that. So just you listening to this podcast, which I'm sure you're listening to many others and reading books and staying up to date and improving your craft and doing things differently and doing things in your own way and creating value in your own way, you are becoming an integral part and all of us doing this is becoming an integral part of this shift in real estate. And it's so important that we all are doing this and improving our skill. Um, And you'll see that with the direction this podcast is going today. So let's keep moving forward after I got that out there because that is so important that you keep doing what you're doing. You keep elevating the experience and elevating this profession by being the best version of you. And it starts right here. So the reason why I'm going into this is because there's that big black cloud that hangs over our industry, the big Z, Zillow. You know, so over the past couple years, Zillow, they have been transitioning from just being a real estate search portal, which that's what they all told us. And and now they're turning into this huge streamlined buying and selling entity. And I believe maybe last year, two years ago, they started this iBuying. So now Zillow buys and purchases homes. Just recently, so last week, as I'm recording this, I'm recording this October 1st, 2020. And last week, they had a huge announcement to where now they are taking it a step further to try and take over our industry and they are becoming their own licensed brokerage, Zillow Homes. So that's what we are focusing on today. What is it so you know? And then how is this going to affect our industry? And it's going to have a huge impact. And should we be worried about it? Yes, we should be worried about it. But for anyone who is elevating the game of real estate, I think this actually is going to work in your favor. And that's what we're going to focus on today. We're going to learn a little bit about Zillow Homes, how this is going to affect our industry, and how you as a real estate professional can step your game up so it doesn't affect you and actually works in your favor. So keep on listening. There is a lot of information here. I'm still diving into some articles and reading and listening to more YouTube um, presentations that came out from the Zillow CEO himself. And I just wanna give my own take on it. I'm not a huge fan of Zillow. uh, So we have to pivot as an industry and as professionals so we can kind of outsmart what they're trying to do, what they're trying to take over. All right, keep on listening and uh, happy branding, guys. So before going too far into this and adding my own opinion, um, I've read some articles, I've listened to some YouTube videos, I keep searching for more information. And I'm finding that the few articles that are out there are very, very vague. And we're talking about Zillow Homes here that just rolled out with Zillow. And it's pretty much about them becoming their own brokerage. But again, before I go any further, I wanted to 
let you listen to the message from Zillow. This was directly from them when they did their announcement. Um, and if you want this video, just let me know. You can shoot me a text, 772-633-6219, and I'll find that video for you. It's also on YouTube. You could probably search for it there as well. All right, so here it goes. It's almost four minutes long, uh, but I think it's really important that you listen to this message that came directly from Zillow. Uh, because you need to understand what they are doing because this is going to have a huge impact on the industry and on you and on your business. And if you're going to pivot, uh, you need to have as much knowledge as possible. Hi, I'm Errol Samuelson, Chief Industry Development Officer at Zillow. We value your partnership and it's important that we keep you updated as we learn, evolve, and innovate to deliver a great customer experience. I think we all recognize that real estate as we knew it 10 or even five years ago has changed dramatically. And as we continue to work together on reimagining home buying, selling, and renting, we want to do so while locking arms with like-minded partners such as you. As many of you know, we've held brokerage licenses in a number of states for years, and these licenses have allowed us to innovate on the programs we operate, including Zillow Offers, and our flex program for Zillow Premier Agents. We've built all of these initiatives with one thing in mind, streamlining the real estate transaction to reduce friction, both for our customers, who are our North Star, and for you, our partners, with the goal of raising the bar in residential real estate. Earlier today, we announced the next step in making it even easier for customers to find home. Beginning in 2021 in Phoenix, Atlanta, and Tucson, we're evolving our Zillow offer services to guide our customers through the entire transaction from start to finish with Zillow employees. Over the past two years, our employees have been working with infield agents. And while that worked fine at times, many customers found the handoffs and the back and forth between the Zillow employees and the agents to be confusing. This new approach will streamline the transaction. The Zillow employees will work for Zillow Homes, a brokerage entity focused on Zillow offers transactions. That means that customers who buy or sell through Zillow offers in those markets will work directly with licensed Zillow Homes employees throughout the entire real estate transaction, using new technology and systems to manage each step of the journey. Our current Zillow Offers broker partners will continue to assist with some in-market activities, and they'll also be standing ready to serve those customers who get an offer from Zillow Offers, but ultimately decide the traditional process is a better fit for them. All Zillow-owned homes will be listed in MLSs with commissions paid to agents representing buyers We'll also continue to expand our Premier Agent business and partnerships, including connecting other interested buyers and sellers to Zillow Premier Agents, which we think will be the preference of the majority of our customers. Now, our team here is ready to answer any question you may have, but let me address one thing right off the bat. We are not recruiting agents from other brokerages. Existing Zillow employees will be licensed to work with Zillow Offers customers under the Zillow Homes entity. Additionally, as part of streamlining our operations and services, we're simplifying the way we get our listing data, moving from thousands of disparate data feeds to MLS Internet Data Exchange, or IDX feeds, which, as you know, are reserved for licensed entities. These direct listing feeds will help Zillow's goal of offering our more than 200 million unique monthly visitors the most current and comprehensive listing information possible. And we also plan to join local and state associations and the National Association of Realtors. In the coming days, we'll be reaching out to our MLS partners to help make this transition seamless, working together to become active participants and receive listings through IDX feeds starting in January 2021. 
As part of that, we're also providing options for our builder partners to ensure new construction inventory sourced from the MLS also shows up on Zillow and Trulia. We'll work with you, our broker and MLS partners, to ensure your clients for sale properties are displayed on Zillow's leading real estate marketplace. Over the last 14 years, we've built Zillow through strong industry partnerships and our commitment to partner with you hasn't changed. Now as MLS participants, no longer a third party, we'll be shoulder to shoulder with you, accelerating the innovation that is already driving the future of our industry. Thank you for listening today. Together, we will continue to give everyone the power to unlock life's next chapter. So now that you've had a chance to listen to the YouTube video that I played where Zillow rolled out Zillow Homes and you get to see where they're heading in 2021, let's take a step back and go way back to see where Zillow came from. I know I slightly touched on it at the beginning of this podcast, but let's revisit it. So Zillow started as a portal as a portal for you and I as agents to put our listings on their website and connect us to buyers. They did a really good good job at that. They have a great website. It's very user-friendly, and that's why they attract so many buyers. So from there, that was great. Then they sold us leads. All right, where are we heading with this? And they made a ton of money selling leads to us. So we purchased these leads. Um, then they... Back in 2018, they created their own iBuying program called Zillow Offers. And this is something kind of like Redfin. So they uh, allow sellers to come in and fill out some information and possibly go through and get a cash offer from Zillow. I have never actually gone through the process. This is my first time learning about Zillow Offers. It has not affected my specific location. And I think it's because of where I'm located and what I sell. Um, but I'm sure it's affected many other areas um, and many other uh, boards and realtors in different locations. So I am still just learning about Zillow offers. So that was the first step. So Zillow offers, they would purchase it and then they would resell the home, but on the open market and they would hire a local brokerage. I'm not sure what the fees that they would, you know, what the agreement was, but they would hire a local agent, um, a part of the National Association of Realtors, a part of the board, a part of MLS, so they can get their listing up on the MLS. No longer do they need us because Zillow is the powerhouse. That's mainly where everyone goes. So now with Zillow Homes, they are cutting out the middleman, which is us, and they are purchasing homes, and then they are selling the homes that are Zillow-owned homes. So currently, right now, the way that it's planned to move forward is that they are only going to list and sell homes that are owned by Zillow, and they will not be hiring a local brokerage or a local agent to do that. They will have their own team and their own employees who will handle the transaction from listing it all the way to the closing. The reason why I think this is such a slippery slope, because that's where they're getting started, right? Is that they're only going to do that with their own Zillow-owned homes. Next, I project, write this down, quote me for it, that once they become a brokerage and they intend on becoming a part of the National Association of Realtors and the local boards and the local associations, once they become a part of that, then they don't need us at all. So I think they will start selling homes that aren't even owned by Zillow. 
let's see, I give that two years. Two years they will start doing that. So start looking for that. So with my projection and with what's going on with Zillow and with them trying to cut us out, um, we really need to start pivoting and giving better service than what Zillow can give. I do want to take a step back. So with Zillow becoming a brokerage, as they say that they want to do, one of the things that I agree with, but then also is that slippery slope, is if we allow them to become a part of the National Association of Realtors and our local boards and our local associations, then that really gives them full access to what we have access to. So why would anyone want to use us? So they, to convince us, and here's where I am kind of torn, to convince us, they said something that they want to roll out is that um, they would like to be paid a referral fee. And as you and I know, in order to be paid, you have to be a licensed realtor and you need to be a licensed realtor, a part of the association to get that commission. So for agents who maybe don't have the capital to go out and spend money on those leads that can range from $800 to $2,000 a month, they can sign a referral agreement with Zillow and pay them back whatever the percentage agreement is once they sell a home or once they, you know, uh, they have a buyer and they sell that buyer a home. So that is their way in, and I agree with that. I would love to give agents who don't have the capital right up front the ability to get these leads from Zillow and pay later once and only if they sell something. But this is their way in. This is how they will become a part of our association and kind of water down our profession and, you know, if they undercut our fees, that's going to be hard for a lot of us and for most of us. Like if they're coming in and telling sellers like, hey, you only have to sign, you you only have to pay us like a, I know we don't talk commissions, so I'm not going to talk commissions, but a lower fee. We'll say a lower fee than what our counterparts are offering. And if anyone has survived long in this business, it seems like a lot of money to that one seller of that X amount of percentage that I'm not going to talk about. But we cannot survive on selling a bunch of homes at a really low percentage. We just can't. So what else can we do? There will be the buyers and sellers that value saving money over the quality or experience they are getting. But then you have the other half. There are a lot of sellers and buyers who value quality and who are willing to pay for quality. So that's what we're heading into is to talk about what we can do to add value that will separate us from Zillow. And I want to talk a little bit about my experience with Zillow. We do purchase leads. So about a year ago or maybe two years ago, Zillow added in something called a concierge. And they said, oh, this is an extension of your team. Think of us as your personal assistant. So let me just explain what happens. A buyer, uh, we purchase a lead. A buyer clicks and they call us, but first it goes to a Zillow representative. 
They talk to that representative and then they connect us on the phone if they can connect us. The point of this was to enhance the experience of the buyer. And from my perspective, it has done the complete opposite. These concierges are not knowledgeable. They can't even pronounce any of the roads or addresses. So the buyer that's calling in, they think that they're a part of our team. So already they're getting a bad experience. This concierge can't answer any questions. And then once that buyer makes it to us, the connection that Zillow puts us through makes for a major delay. Um, so we're constantly interrupting each other. Like I feel like Zillow set it up so this wasn't successful. And um, no, I'm not going to apologize for that. I really do feel like they did that um, because the point of this, of why they're moving forward, is that they want to streamline and make a better experience for buyers and sellers um, because their feedback is that they don't like the back and forth between the Zillow agents or the Zillow employees and then back to the real estate agents. And to me, I just think they should get rid of that concierge service that they're offering us in the buyer because I feel like that has been for a bad experience for both the agents and both buyers and sellers um, on the other end that might be inquiring or leads that come in. Um, so I think they use that to get into like, oh, that's a bad experience. So here's how we're fixing it. Uh, but yeah, that was my experience with them. So where I'm going with this is, I don't know if you've ever talked to a Zillow employee. They're nice, um, but they aren't professionals. They are employees that probably aren't getting even paid that much. They don't really know what they're talking about. They don't understand real estate. They don't understand the process. More importantly, they don't understand the local process. So if, I don't know how much you've seen of real estate, where I'm located, we see people come from all over the United States. So we understand, and I understand that the laws and the process and each area is different. And so that is something that the Zillow agents don't have, or the Zillow employees don't have. They don't have the local knowledge. They don't understand the process. Um, they don't connect personally. And this is where we're segueing into what you and I can do to keep this profession alive and not let Zillow take it over. I will say that I do think the way that Zillow is heading, it's going to knock out some of those part-time agents or the agents that aren't going the extra mile, the agents that are just doing the bare minimum. Um, it's going to knock them out. And you know what? I'm kind of okay with that because I do feel like there are some agents out there who are taking this career lightly and not as serious. And that, again, is watering down our profession. It doesn't make buyers and sellers want to work with us. I don't know how many times I've heard and you may have heard that people don't really understand the need for real estate professionals unless they've had a good agent who has made the process easier or who is really knowledgeable. Um, but a, most of the time, people have had bad experiences with agents and just felt like they get in the way. So what Zillow is doing is taking us out and making it more a seller to buyer transaction and just being more of a transactional agent. So I'm okay with some of those agents going that are watering down our profession. I want only professionals 
to be in our industry, the ones that are continuing education, learning new skills, and really elevating what we do. So let's now go into that direction. You are probably wondering where I am going with all this. I went a little too far into a tangent with talking about Zillow and my experience with them. But what I was trying to do is paint a picture of how buyers and sellers, what their experience will be like with Zillow. It's going to be very basic. Um, and they are going to pay for basic. Unfortunately, a lot of buyers and sellers are going to compare our services and costs to the services and costs of Zillow. And there are a lot of agents out there who are still doing just the bare minimum. They have access to the MLS. They show houses every once in a while. Um, but they aren't offering any additional value. And that's where I was referencing that um, Zillow coming into our lane is not going to take over those professionals who are taking everything to the next level, who have um, a lot of market, market knowledge, a lot of extra value, go above and beyond. Zillow is going to do the basics. So if there's that agent out there that is going to do exactly what Zillow is doing, yes, your career as a real estate professional is in jeopardy. But for us professionals who are looking to be the best in real estate and offer value more than just buying and selling homes. That's just, as professionals, we're more than that. We're more than just buying and selling and connecting people. There's so much that goes into it. There's so many facets that could make you a great real estate professional. And that's what we're heading into is don't be the basic agent. If you're going to be a basic agent and just have access to MLS, show every once in a while, um, and hopefully land a sale here and there. I do think Zillow is going to take over that segment of the market and kick out all of those agents that are doing the basics. But you and I aren't basic, right? Um, that's why you are here right now. That's why we're doing research. That's why we're trying to elevate the experience for our clients and customers. And here are some ways I'm going to go through, hopefully in a specific order, um, that what you can do and what I can do and what we can do, all of the professionals out there that are trying to keep this profession alive, what we can do collectively and individually to still be relevant in a time of Zillow and iBuyers and the internet. We still need to create and be the answer for the needs of our buyers and sellers. So before anything, before the beautiful Instagram and the beautiful headshots and creating your value and elevating the experience, before you can elevate something, you have to have something to elevate. So we're talking about the basics. Get really good at the basics of real estate. And, you know, this is really important, especially for someone who's new. But even if you've been doing it for a really long time, you're probably already like, all right, I got this in the bag. I got that one. Now let's talk about elevating the experience. What can you do to add value, which we will get to that. But first, you have to have a good product. And this is where I was saying, if you've been doing it for a long time, take a step back and look at your process. And have you been staying up to date with local laws and NAR and what's going on nationally and locally? 
And when was the last time you got a designation or took training that has to do with real estate? And something that I do that just keeps me up to date, even though I handle a lot of transactions with my team and I get to see a lot of different scenarios because I feel like each deal works different and I see something new or each one is not the same. So I love working with new agents and I just do this for free for fun. Every once in a while, I'm like, I offer my time to study with them because it brings me back to the textbook, which I feel like out in the field, you'll learn way more. But a lot of times we don't see everything that we've learned in this textbook. And then it comes up five, 10 years down the road. I'm like, what, what is riparian rights again? I've completely forgot what that was. So I think it's really important to go back and just um, grease up grease up the wheels and uh, keep learning, keep growing, and get really good at real estate. And it's as simple as that. There's so many different things that you can do to get good at real estate, especially if you're new. I did um, put out a podcast, and I forgot which one it was. I will put it in the notes um, of which one it was, but it's all about getting really good at the basics and getting really good at real estate. And the thing is, you have to have a good product. Before you get into the fun part of branding yourself, you first have to have a good product. You have to be really good at real estate. And I highly suggest getting good at real estate before you go sell real estate. Um, and that could be working with a team or shadowing with someone because your reputation in this business is so important. And if you have a few bad deals from the get-go, that could it's really hard to come back from that. Um, so yes, do all of those things that I said before, get good at real estate, get a really good product out there. And that is where we're going to start. And then we can build from there. We can build everything off of our good product, being good at real estate. And this, I think already, if you're just good at real estate, good at the basics, you have a good pro process. I already think we are a step ahead of Zillow. These are just employees that they aren't boots on the ground. They don't understand real estate. They're probably given a checklist of you need to do X, Y, and Z. But there's so much more than just a checklist, which I think buyers and sellers don't understand. They think, oh, you just, they don't see what we do on the back end, whether it's um, negotiating or keeping track of deadlines or uh, making the call and professional opinion that we need to do an extension here or there or there's so many parts that we do on the back end um, that Zillow employees just won't understand. It takes a professional, not just someone there to facilitate it. It really does take a professional, and that's where our industry needs to shift. And again, I think you know this is going to separate the herd. And either you're going to be the herd that is at the top, or you're going to be with the herd that um, is just doing the basics and it isn't even doing the basics that well. They're not going to survive this new shift in Zillow and this new shift in our industry. But you and I, we're going to survive and we're going to do more than that. We are going to thrive. So the thing that I think these Zillow employees are going to miss the mark on is the human aspect. Right now, it's very much an eye-buying product, Zillow Homes. And that human aspect is going to be lost. And 
the human part of things is also where we get our value. And they won't have any added value. They literally are just going to be transactional agents and employees that help connect the dots and take it from point A to point B. But they won't be able to answer any questions. They won't connect. I feel like people crave human connection and having someone there to guide them. And whatever value that you add, you really need to lead with that because that's something Zillow employees can't do. And that's what's going to make you more than just an agent and a salesperson because I don't like to say that we're salespeople or salesmen or saleswomen. I like to say we are real estate professionals. We really take it to the next level. We need to make sure that we supply enough value and enough experience that we are taken seriously and that people come to us for advice and that people rely on us and clients and customers rely on us and offering things that other agents and Zillow can't provide. And something else that these Zillow employees aren't going to be able to supply is the local knowledge. I'm not entirely sure if they are going to create a brokerage that has employees located in that area, but they aren't going to have the training and experience that we have. They aren't being trained to add value. They're literally just going to cut commission. And so they're going to be handling probably a lot of smaller transactions where these clients and customers don't need that handholding. But we need to offer that handholding. We need to have the experience. We need to make sure our value is in there. I know I keep pressing that. But these Zillow employees, they aren't going to do that. They're literally just connecting the dots. So with let's bring it back to local knowledge. And I think I, I did skip around. This should have taken place after I talked about getting really good at the basics. Um, but I was too excited to talk about the fun part, the value, building your value and determining your leverage and defining who you are and using that to market. But you need to also become a local expert. And that's local expert on everything. Understanding your neighborhoods, understanding the market, understanding the micro markets, understanding the economy. And this is where it's, you're taking the step up from just being a real estate agent to being a real estate professional. You need to understand the local government. All of this plays a role on the health of the real estate industry. Is it going to go up or going to go down? You need to be able to slightly predict those. I know it's hard. Um, to predict anything, but it could just be a an opinion of a prediction. But you need to understand your economy and what has affected your real estate industry in the past. So if you know, for example, if you know um, Amazon is opening up a, a warehouse or whatever they do, opening up another shipment center in your location, you probably know that that's going to improve your economy and drive more people here. And so that means more housing needs. And when you have more housing needs, there is more demand, then those prices are going to go up. So that's just an example of understanding the local economy and everything that's going on and how that affects the sales of real estate. And everything, I feel like a lot of people equate real estate to a healthy or non-healthy economy. That's where they all start. 
So you need to understand all that. You need to understand your local government and the laws that are in place that also will have an impact on your clients and customers. Again, these are things that basic agents won't know. They don't look at this as a part of real estate. So they aren't taking the time to learn this. And also, um, employees at Zillow aren't going to understand this either. So this is another way for you to just take it to the next level is knowing everything, immersing yourself in everything real estate. And this is taking it to the next level of real estate and understanding how this will impact your industry. Um, so here's another thing that I think, and we talked, I talked about the human side of things before. Negotiating and managing people, two separate things, but also they go hand in hand. Get really good at negotiating. Someone who is just an employee, just an agent, just doing the basics, pretty much doing what they're told. Like if someone comes to you and says, hey, put in an offer for this. You just are literally just an admin typing things up. That's all you are. It's just typing things up and passing them along. But you need to get good at negotiating and be able to give professional suggestions. And that, again, is going to set you apart from Zillow and the basic agents. And another huge thing is managing people, managing expectations, and communicating. I work so often with attorneys, and they are great at the attorney lingo and understanding how um, buyers and sellers, how the legal issues will affect them down the road. One thing they're not good at, managing people and communicating. So that's kind of where we come in. A lot of people ask, well, why would I even go through an agent? I'll just go through the attorneys. And they don't really see this side of it. But we always take over when it's a time for us to manage a buyer or seller. Attorneys just aren't great at that. That's not their expertise. They aren't the people people. That makes any sense. People people? Yeah. Um, they aren't the people people. But we are. So being able to manage people and keep everything cool and calm, that's where we come in. And that's also a skill that comes with negotiating is managing people and understanding people. So these are just a couple things that you can do to really just take it to the next level. Our industry is pivoting. And I know I mentioned this before, and it's things that are outside of our control. The internet is working for us, and the internet is also working against us, and Zillow's making sure of that. So we're going into our fourth quarter. Zillow's opening this up in 2021. It's only affecting a couple markets, but I'm sure they will start expanding throughout the year um, once they do a couple test runs on their test markets. So you really need to focus this last quarter on setting yourself up for success for this to roll out. And it is creating your value and it is getting more knowledge and local market knowledge and being able to apply that and telling people what your value is and marketing and branding what your value is and showing up, showing up more than the other agents and showing up with more knowledge than what they have. And, you know, Get good at the basics. Don't forget about that. And constantly go back to your basics and make sure that you are greasing the wheels and that you are bringing it back and that, again, go back to the basics. 
Um, so that's a, a lot to work with. And something else I wanted to touch on is there are certain industries that I don't think Zillow Homes will have a huge impact on. One is the location where I'm at right now. So I sell in a secondary market where a lot of people don't live here. Um, it's a vacation desti destination. So they rely on agents to be more than just real estate professionals. They want to get a feel for the islands. You know, I have all my people who come down, they're like, what doctors are there? And I need a hairstylist. And what does this neighborhood look like? Because they aren't really familiar with it. Maybe they've been here before on a vacation and stayed at a resort and they want to buy here. But they need us more than just the real estate transaction part of it. So I don't think that industry is going to get hit very hard. Um, also, the luxury market, those types of clients and customers, they prefer quality and they will pay for quality and they will pay for an experience and they will pay for, for the ease of something rather than saving a buck or two with going with Zillow. Where I think what's going to get hit hard is the, um, if you're a real estate agent that specializes in investments, you really need to step up your game on creating value. Um, because I, I think a lot of investors might just go straight to Zillow offers and use their employees with uh, Zillow homes. So I really think that industry is going to get hit a little hard, but if you, you can create value. Um, as an agent and a professional that specializes in that part of the industry. I think lower-end homes, um, a lot of people are going to go through Zillow Homes and do that. And, you know, there's going to be a split. There are people who save every penny that they can. They're cheap. Those, those cheap people who want to cut your commission in half, but still get the same experience. And they don't understand why they have to pay so much. Um, they will literally, like we're working with someone right now, he refuses to hire an attorney and it's $1,800, um, which really is not that much, but he wants to save a buck or two and this could cost him way down the road. So you are going to have those two, the buyers and sellers that want to save a buck. We don't even want to work with them. So if that is your ICA, you need to pivot and find a new ICA. And then we're going to work with people who value quality, who value having a good experience and will pay top dollar. But the only way that they're going to pay that is if you have something extra to offer. If not, they might as well just go with Zillow. So think about, and you know, today we talked about a lot. But think about if you need to pivot, if you need to restructure who your ICA is, so your ideal customer avatar, where you market, who you market to, take a look at the clients that you've been working with and with the clients and customers that reach out to you. So do you need to pivot? If so, you need to start making moves now. And this could trickle all the way down to your branding. So that's why branding your real estate I think is so important as well because the branding that you have, your headshot, your logo, the voice, your um, the outlets where you market yourself, are you targeting the clients and customers that are going to probably start using 
um, Zillow Homes and Zillow Offers? If so, start pivoting and determine who you want to market to and then start building your brand from there. Well, I think this is a lot. Um, I hope that it's shed a little bit of light of what's going on with Zillow, how it's going to impact our industry and what you can do to set yourself up so you can outbeat and outsmart Zillow and the basic agents because we're not basic. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode and more importantly, Thank you for just being a part of the Branding Your Real Estate community. I started this because I saw that our industry is changing and it needs, it needs to pivot. It needs to pivot. We need to elevate the game of our profession for people to start taking us a little bit more serious and relying on us and to just keep this industry alive. And this is just a perfect example. What Zillow is doing, if we don't pivot, they are going to take over our wonderful, amazing profession. So by you growing and evolving and me growing and evolving and everyone listening, our industry is going to pivot and it's going to grow and evolve just like we are individually. And it's going to set us apart and keep it alive for the agents and professionals who want to keep this a profession. So get out there, start branding yourself, pivot if you need to, and happy branding.